Welcome to the Swim Swim Podcast. I'm your host, Coleman Hodges. Joining me today, I've got a very special guest. He is the number 12 ranked senior in the class for 2021. He is a part of a legendary recruiting class for NC State. And this past weekend, he tore it up in Florida at the Isca Senior Cup. Today, we are talking to Arsenio Bustos. Hey, how you doing, Coleman? It's great to meet you. Great to have you on. Let's start with that Isca Cup in Florida. Uh, you you went down there. I'm, I I have to ask. Were you, were you fully shaved and tapered? Was this a yeah. focus meet for you? Yeah. This this was my this was my last shave and suit meet before trials. So I was going on. Okay. And then and then tell I mean tell me about it. You dropped a 143 200 IM 5300 breast. You broke 19. Or sorry, you broke 20 in the 50 free for the first time. Um, I mean, you were, you were just throwing bests left and right. How'd you feel about it? Yeah, no, I was pretty happy with it. Um, I went down there. I was just, I didn't really have any goal times because it's been so long since I shaved and suited for short course, um, because of COVID. So I didn't really go down there with any goal times. Um, so I was, I was really happy with what I did. I mean, you're looking at your best times. It seems like you're just so versatile and can swim so many things. Did you have a favorite race this weekend? The Hunter free long course at finals was hands down my favorite race just because I was next to Caleb and I started to close a little bit on the last like 30, 40 meters. So that was definitely uh, my favorite one. (laughs) And, uh, you you went a best time there as well. You were forty nine low, is that right? Yeah, I went forty nine two. Okay, and that's a huge best from fifty point five was your last yeah. personal yeah. best. Yeah, no, that uh, that hundred free. It was I was I was happy with the forty nine two, but I was mainly happy about just kind of because I was I was hitting a big mental block with the hundred free long course. I was stuck at fifty point mid for way too long. So my only goal was really to just break out of that. And if I went like 49.9, I would have been happy with it. But to go 49.2, I was, I was more shocked than happy just because I wasn't expecting something that fast. Yeah. I mean, and, and, and that Iska Cup, it was so great because you did have the likes of Caleb Dressel, Ryan Lochte, Joe Schooling, Jack Conger. You know, I mean, that was just the top end. But, um, you know, what was the competition like in getting to race those guys, especially as you mentioned, Dressel head-to-head in the 100 free? Yeah, it was, it was, it was definitely fun. I've raced Jack before I raced him at a U.S. open in Richmond. Um, <clears throat> but to race Caleb and Joe was, and, and Ryan too was, it was crazy. It was just, it was very nerve wracking. It was, it was really nerve wracking more than anything. Um, I was behind the block just trying to like calm myself down, like just trying to like talk myself down to earth. Cause I was, I did, I, I was, I start, I thought I was going to get sick because of how nervous I was racing against those guys just because for the, for like this long, but the long, the, the longest time I was just this like little kid that was just swimming in these meets and to race against those guys was, it was crazy. That, that sounds super cool. Uh, and it sounds like you had a really great meet. Did you, did you have a swim where you didn't go a best time? Uh, Hunter fly at finals. I didn't go best time. I haven't touched my, my one at 52, eight, 
in November, and I haven't touched that since. I was pretty frustrated with it, but I, I can't be I can't be too mad because of how the rest of the meet went. Yeah, I mean, fifty two eight in November, you know, last November, it's it's still like pretty recent, right? I wanted to I wanted to drop a little bit off that, but you know, it was a it was like a four feet deep pool on the start and turn end, so it was I, there's I, I couldn't I couldn't complain. It wasn't the best conditions, especially outdoor, because I don't really race outdoor ever. Gotcha. Yeah, I mean, that sounds nice. Do you? I asked about if you had a favorite race at this meet, um, but again, your your versatility I think shows you swam bunch of hundreds, bunch of fifties. The to the two I am. Do you have a stroke that you feel like is is the best one for you? Um, I'm not too sure. Definitely not breaststroke. I'll say that, but. My, my best kind of, it, it, it kind of, it changes. It, it changes like throughout the months, like a couple of months ago, it was freestyle. And then going a couple of months, like later it was fly and then it went to backstroke and then it changed again. It's just, as of right now, I'd probably say freestyle is my best stroke, but who knows how long that'll stay for. <laughs> well, uh, hold on. You went 53, five in the hundred breast. <laughs> And, yeah. and breast is definitely not your best stroke. No, it's, 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 I mean, the, I, I swim, I swim good short course breaststroke just because of the pullouts. Um, I, w- I was thinking more long course, long course. It's not, it's probably my worst, but short course it's, it's definitely, it's definitely up there with, with the rest. It's kind of like a, like a level playing field between the four strokes and short course. Gotcha. That's cool. And, um, so give me a little context just about your swim background. Um, how do you train and how do you keep all four of those strokes in such good shape? Okay. Yeah. So my team, we kind of do a form of USRPT. We don't do it exactly, but we do like 25s almost like all the, like every single day. Um, me as a sprinter, I don't hit more than like 4,000 yards a day. Sometimes on a Saturday morning, I'll go 6,000 if my coach is just trying to kill us. Um, but I mainly only train. I am like, I just train. I am like all the time just to keep like all my strokes, all my strokes fresh. Um, some de- sometimes I'll focus on one stroke versus another stroke, or sometimes I'll go one whole practice just doing like fly or back. But, um, I mainly just train. I am, I do. I am as much as I can. Mm-hmm. And w- what team do you swim? I think Connecticut. Woodbridge aquatic club. We swim out of, uh, we our home pool is this little elementary school pool it's a six lane pool that yeah that's 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 where i train do you have a a pretty sizable training group or is it kind of smaller um with covid it's it's in the beginning of covid we were only allowed to have like 18 people in the pool like three per lane we have a six lane pool and it's starting to open up more like now we could have 24 in in the pool at once um, but before COVID we had like 50, 60 people in the pool at once. So we had a pretty good training group, but not like now it's, now it's a lot, it's a lot smaller. If you guys, if you guys, this group is 50, 60 people, it seems like USRPT is the only thing you could do. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're, it's it, even it, like sometimes doing USRPT, if we're trying to do like low interval, it'll be, it'll be rough swim like fly like we'll all like i'll do a fly set and then the fly 25s will be on my 25 or something like that and then i touch the wall like a couple seconds later i'll go and then i'm 
over here doing something like this on the way down the pool, trying not to hit people. So it, it gets, it gets a little crowded sometimes, but it works. So, I, so has, you know, under COVID precautions with only swimming with 18 or 24, has that actually been nicer? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's been, it was, it's a lot nicer because you like have the whole, like your entire lane to like actually do your stroke. You don't have to worry about hitting anybody else. Um, but it's, it's also a lot nicer because the, I was talking to my coach about this and he said that he's able to like focus more on this, more on like each individual swimmer and spend more time because there aren't as many people in the pool at once. And it's kind of nice because he focuses more on like, on like each of us and we get more like feedback and stuff. So I like it a lot more. It sounds really nice. I mean, yeah. Do you personally, how, how do you feel like you've benefited from that? Um, I, I mean, like my coach doesn't really give me as much feedback because he says himself that he doesn't think he needs to. Um, but it's, it's, it's definitely, it's definitely nice not to have to worry about like, swimming flying, like taking somebody's head off. So <laughs> I, I definitely like it. Yeah. And, uh, then just in terms of the pool itself, I'm just curious, is, is it a shallow pool because it's an elementary school pool? Yeah, it, it kind of, it's, it's like four feet at one end and then it, and then around like 12 yards in, it drops down to like 13 feet, but it's, it's like, it's from like four to like eight feet, like going down like halfway through the pool. So it's, it's shallow on one end, but deep on another, it's, it's not bad for a training pool. Nice. It's, it, do you have blocks at the other end or at the deep yeah. end? Yeah, we have very small blocks. We have, we have really small blocks. It's hard for me to do starts on them because I put my feet pretty far back. Um, so we'll do starts in practice and my feet slip off the block all the time. It's like a daily occurrence. Like I can't do a good start on those blocks, but it's what I got. So <laughs> <laughs> nice. Do you guys ever swim at any other pool? Um, sometimes during Christmas, if we're able to, we'll rent a pool. It's like, it's like 30 minutes away from us. It's at this college called Wesleyan university and we'll do long course training there for like a week. Um, but that's really like the only other time we're in a separate pool, but other than that, no. So, so do you normally, you never train long course? No, I only train yards. We, and like the, when we go to Wesleyan, it's like, it's like very, like it's, it's some Christmases, like it's Mm -hmm. not like every year. Right. So I mainly train yards all year round. So it makes, it makes long course a little tough when I first go to those meets. Yeah. I, so, I mean, so just this past week, you know, going to Florida, how, how do you, what do you do to kind of make, make up for that? If you can do anything when you're racing long course at night? Um, I try to get in a long warm up, a really long warm up, just to try to like, just get myself adjusted to the long pool as much as possible. But, um, I, I generally can like, I can switch pretty well between long course and short course swimming. So it's not really like too tough for me, especially since all like most of my meets coming, like leading up to this meet were long course, like all my prior racing experience would have been long course. So it was, it wasn't as bad, but I like, if it's like first long course meet of the season, I'll try to get like a really long warm up in like 30 minutes and then I'll just see what I can do in the races. It's just the whole learning process. Nice. Uh, so in terms of your swimming background, have you been with this club for a long time? And I'm I'm curious if you've been training under this philosophy of, you know, being more of a sprinter swimming only, you know, 4k at practice. Have you done that pretty much your whole swim career? 
No, I've been on two teams before this. I, I, I got onto this team long course season of 2016. I started with this team and that's when I started this whole, this whole like different philosophy of how to, how to train. But um, now prior to that, I was on another team where I was doing like the 8,000 yards a day and it just, So sorry, I, I lost you just at the end there. So you, prior to this, you were on another team doing eight thousand yards a day. Yeah, about 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 eight thousand, like give or take, give or take. Mm-hmm. And it was it was rough. It was rough for me just because I I I don't like training that much. Like <laughs> like the, doing eight thousand yards within like an hour and a half, two hours is just it's just it gets boring at some point. So doing yeah. doing this, it's like you're you're into it the entire time. It makes practice go by so fast. It's, it's, it's so much nicer. And if I'm doing the math, right, you know, you were doing upwards of six, seven K when you're 13, 14 years old. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was, it was when I was 12, 13, I, I switched to this team when I was 13 years old. So doing all that when I was like 12 years old was, it was, it was rough. It was that's, rough. A that, that's a lot. And I, it, you know, everyone has their different philosophy, but to me, that's a lot of yardage. It's <laughs> a lot of time in the pool. Um, and so, yeah, that, I think that's interesting. And I think that's pretty cool that you kind of switched, found something that worked a lot better for you. How long are your practices now? What's your schedule like? Um, it's about like, it's like an hour. It's either like an hour and 15 minutes to two hours. It's, it, it kind of ranges between the, between the days, but, um, we, we get it, we get in a good workout and then Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I do two workouts. So I'll go to like a different pool that I work at with my coach and we'll go like one-on-one. And then we'll do two hour practices in the morning. And then that night we'll go another two hour practice. So I, I get in a pretty good training block. Yeah. Do you lift or do you dry land at all? Yeah, I do dry land Tuesday and Thursday for like an hour. Um, and that's, that's, that's rough for me too, because I, I didn't really have much dry land experience up until like this past summer. So it's been, it's been a lot adjusting to it and not being in school is helping me too, because I'm not, I, I finished school early. So I'm, I'm just kind of like training right now. It's really nice. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to get to that in just a sec. Uh, tell me about your dry land a little more. What, what kind of stuff are you doing? We do a lot of plyo work and then like a lot of mobility and stability work. Um, it's not really like, it's not really as much it's not like a lot of strength, like pure brute strength training. I don't really do a lot of that because that's not like really what I need. I've been, I, I have very unstable shoulders. So we do a lot of like band work with my shoulders and all that stuff because my shoulders were really bad a few years ago. Um, so that's kind of like the main focus is like working on my shoulders. Um, but yeah, a lot of plyo work. Are you, are you someone who's like super flexible or double jointed? Yeah. Yeah. That's Yeah with my shoulders, especially. Um, and it, my shoulders were really bad. It was like two years ago and my shoulders were really bad to the point where I was using paddles in practice and I pulled and I dislocated my shoulder just in the middle of practice. And I had to get out and I had to stop practicing for like a couple of days just because of, just because I messed up my shoulder. But, um, after that I had to I had to put, put muscle on my shoulders just so I wouldn't get injured again. That makes sense. I mean, I, I feel like most swimmers or a lot of swimmers have that problem. It's very common, but, um, but yeah, that that's cool that you were, 
I, I really like how functional dry land is becoming more of a, more of a trend in our sport and, you know, doing things, not just to, like you said, get brute strength, but actually address, you know, the, the weaknesses or the areas of, of improvement you might have. Yeah. Um, yeah and so, so, uh, you're out of school, you finish high school early in the winter. Uh, what's that been like? You just, you're just hanging out getting yeah buff, it's, i'm, I'm getting taking fast. some I'm, I'm taking some online college courses just to get some uh credits out of the way for when i go down to north carolina so my like my load is a little bit lighter um but i'm really just kind of i don't really i don't really do much all day i if, if i leave the house i'm like going to like train or i'm going to i'm going to lift or something but um yeah it's 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 really nice it's really stress-free right now i'm, I'm enjoying it while i can that sounds really nice, especially especially during a pandemic where you can't really see a ton of people anyway. Um, if if you're going to be stuck at home, you might as well not not have to worry about school. Yeah, yeah. That that seems nice. Uh, do you? I mean, you mentioned it's stress free. Do you feel like it's affected? You know, swimming your ability to focus on the courses you're taking at all. Yeah. Um, the courses that I take, it, they don't take a like too much time. So it's like, it's like an hour, like every day that I just am doing work. So it does, it's, it's not like a lot of my energy, but I get to put a lot of focus on my, on my swimming and my races. So I, I, uh, like to watch race videos a lot and I like to like dissect my stroke. I'm kind of a nerd when it comes to swimming. So I get to put a lot of time and energy into just like sitting down watching race videos for hours on hours a day. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's kind of what the chunk of my time is Okay, so let's break down this last week then. What what have what have you seen in your race videos that you're like, oh, I could this is this is what I did well. This is what I could improve on. Okay, yeah. So the race that I was watching the most was the Hunter Free Long Course when I was next to Caleb, and I I started to notice that my start in like the first 15, 20 meters is pretty sluggish on my race, and I build into it a lot more. So I feel like I need to kind of work on that like explosive speed, like right off the bat. Um, then I noticed a lot of other things in my, uh, my two IM, like my back to breast turn isn't really what I, what I would like to. And my, my pull out, my breaststroke is really what I'd like it to be. Um, there's a lot, there's a lot of things. I'm, I'm very, I'm very critical on myself. So I can, I can, I can rip apart every race if I really wanted to, but um, I'm not, I'm not going to complain about what I did last week. So as, as being someone who is more sprint oriented, self-proclaimed um i'm i'm curious how you approach a 200 im just in terms of how what what do you focus on during the race and and how do you make it successful because you know it is it is a 200 yeah um the 200s are the 200 im is really that bad for me i kind of it's not really so much of a sprint but it's kind of like it's like a little bit of like a long sprint and I feel like that's what, that's what is like, kind of like my forte. I feel like that's what I'm best in. Um, so for my two, I am, I really just kind of like, not really like cruise the first few fly, but I don't really like push it too much just because I know like the speed is going to be there regardless. And then um, the 50 back, I try to push it a little more. Um, and then the breast, I kind of, the first couple of like strokes, like the first like six strokes, I like kind of like let myself recover just like a little bit from the backstroke. And then I build into the wall. Um, 
going to the freestyle and then I just like blast the freestyle. So it's kind of just how I go about it to who I am. Nice. Uh, yeah, just curious for your perspective, obviously it seems like it works. Um, and uh, so then I gotta, I gotta ask about NC state. You guys, this class is the stuff of legends at this point. And you guys haven't even set foot on campus. Um, you know, I've, I've asked everyone who I've interviewed from your class, this question, but I mean, you guys, since you've committed, you, you all were very, we're very good swimmers since you committed since everyone's committed they've just gotten like noticeably better they everyone's gone best times everyone's had at least one meet where they just light it up um how 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 fun is it to be a part of that class where you're like dude if i don't if i don't drop massive time i'm gonna be left in the dust yeah, no, it's, it's, it's really fun. Um, I really enjoy it because we all push each other. We all push each other a lot. Like we're all, like, we're all super close friends, but we're all hyper competitive. So whenever like somebody goes a really fast time, like the other person wants to go with time, that's like just as fast, if not faster. So it kind of like keeps us, it kind of like keeps us at a, like a constant, like high level. So we are always like competing against each other, but we're all, we're all friends in the end. So it's all, it's all just good fun. Yeah. Then it, what has it been like to to have all committed um, re- around the same time of like you know fall two thousand eight nineteen? It was like two years ago, yeah. And 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 then you guys have had now a year and a half to develop this relationship as a class, even again before setting foot on campus. Yeah. Um... You know, we've, we've built a really good relationship. We FaceTime a lot. We text all the time. Um, I, I talked to Sam probably the most out of all of them, but everyone, every, everyone, we're all, we're all super close friends. So it's, it's going to be a lot of fun when we get down on campus since we already all know each other so well. Do you guys already have goals as a class for what you want to accomplish in, in, while you're at NC State? Yeah. Yeah. We, we have, we have a lot of goals. Um, I'm not going to, I'm not going to put them out there. Um, but we, we've definitely, we've definitely talked about what we want to do and like how, how we want to, how we want to do really well in the NCAA. And I mean, obviously, uh, NCAA has just occurred. What do you, what do you guys make of the Wolfpack's performances, uh, men and women's side? Yeah, no, we were really happy. We were really happy actually, just because of how, how hectic this year has been and how well they were able to take it. So we saw, we saw how they did and we, we could have been, we were just proud just of how they handled everything. It was, it was really great to see them go off. Yeah. And then what do you, do you have, do you talk to people who are on the team now or do you talk to the coaches pretty regularly? Um, I don't talk to many people on the team as much. I talk to some of the guys, um, not really too many people on the women's side, but I talked to, I talked to Dan, Dan Kolupski, like all the time we text pretty frequently so I'm already starting to build a good relationship with all them down there. It's really nice. Nice. And then are you going to be there this fall? Are you going, I know some freshmen go early in the summer. Uh, when's your ETA? Um, we it's, it's like the second week of August. It's right okay. before junior worlds, I think is something like that or right around that time. So it's, it's going to be, it's going to be around then. I'm not sure if, I don't think we can go down in June. I'm not too sure. I, I don't really know many of the details about when we're able to go down, but I know like August 15th or something like that is our moving day. So that's probably when we're all going to end up going down. Are you eligible for junior worlds? Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. I think, I think, I think I'll be able to go if I make it, hopefully I make it. 
there's okay so i I didn't junior worlds wasn't even on my radar uh because this year is so bizarre and mixed up but it's is that something you are focusing on heading into trials um well heading into trials i just want to perform well um and if i if i make the junior worlds team then i make the junior worlds team that'd be great but um I'm just going in there just trying to knock down my PVs and just go fast. That's kind of like my main goal. And if I make Russia, then it'll be just kind of a, it'll be a bonus. Yeah. Do you have an, a set event lineup for trials yet? Um, not yet because I have, I think I have like six events to choose from. Um, I don't have, I don't have, I don't have a set lineup just yet, but I think two I am one fly one free are like the three definites that I'm going to swim when I'm going down there. But I'm not too sure about the other ones. I have to pick and like look gotcha. at the schedule and everything, see what lines up with what. What are the other three that you would pick from? Um, I have, so I have all four of the hundreds, the 50 and the two IM. And I would probably pick the one fly, one free, and then two IM. And then I don't know, maybe like the 100 back or something like that. I'm not too sure. Gotcha. That's, that's a, that's a sweet event lineup. I, I feel like that's the Michael Andrew lineup. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Michael, Michael Andrew would go a lot faster than me. Michael Andrew could probably a file and everything. (laughs) And it's, we we'll call that the USRPT lineup. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) That's, that's, that's awesome. Um, And so you're obviously getting ready for trials this summer. It's obviously been a weird year. Um, having having been through this covid year um do you feel like you've had takeaways either in the pool outside of the pool physically emotionally about after after handling and being able to navigate this for a whole year yeah um it's definitely the break definitely made me appreciate swimming a lot more because since swimming is basically like that's basically all i do i was really missing it when i was out of the water so it made me like develop such a stronger like love for the sport and it made me kind of enjoy training a lot more and really like excited to go to practice every day. So I feel like kind of, I feel like, it, I feel like the break actually helped my swimming. Did you develop any hobbies over the break when, when, especially was there a time when you couldn't swim? Yeah, we weren't able to swim for, let's see, we shut down like the second week of March when everyone else did. And then I wasn't able to, I got into my neighbor's pool with like a bungee cord like the second week of May, something like that. So it was, it was a couple months without being in the pool, but. Oh, wow. What, how, what were you doing during that time to just period? Were you exercising? Were you playing board games? <laughs> <laughs> so, so like the first, the first like two, three week lockdown where everyone was inside me and my family just did a bunch of puzzles and we like watched movies and stuff. But I just ended up getting so bored to where I just like had to go outside and like work out or something, even if it was like, 20 degrees up in Connecticut. I just need to go outside and do something just to get my heart rate up. Um, cause I was just bored out of my mind, but I would play, I would play a lot of Xbox with like Sam and the other NC state kids. So we would all like, we'd all like stay in touch. It was great. It's it, yeah. That, that seems like a good way to spend time. And as we've talked about to <laughs> develop that class relationship, which is, which is super cool. Um, Arsenio, it's been great talking to you and, and getting to know you a little bit. Any parting thoughts before we sign off today? Um, no, I don't, I don't think I have any extra thoughts. It was great. It was great being on you. You've been listening to the Swim Swam podcast. Stay tuned for new episodes every week. 
you can take Swim Swim Podcast on the go by subscribing on your favorite podcast platform. Look for links in the description below and be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel for more videos as well.